Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Have you ever watched a documentary series that you thought was too good to be true? Well, I've got the perfect one for you. It is the 2020 release, McMillions. You can stream that six-part docu-series right now on HBO Max. This is a series that may seem vague to many, but all too familiar at the same time. For those of you who you know have gone to McDonald's over the last 20 or 30 years, You've probably played Monopoly where you can peel off the stickers off the, the beverages or the fries and create your own little Monopoly board and win prizes, get free stuff, win money. Well, how about this? <laughs> what if I was to tell you that there was a detailed uh, scheme that went on to help uh, cheat this game out of millions and millions of dollars? And that's exactly what this, this story tells is the story of the FBI's involvement in this investigation on sort of underhanded dealings with the mob, with uh, just people looking to make a leg up in life, taking money and, and cheating the system to win millions and millions of dollars. It's it's almost, like I said, it's it's kind of one of those, those series where it was almost too good to be true. Like you couldn't believe what you were seeing was actually happening. Um, but I will say this, Doug Matthews, one of the FBI agents that was assigned to this case, um, was almost a character in, in, in itself uh, as he was detailing his work as an FBI agent to try to uncover this just absolutely deep down the rabbit hole crazy thing that happened with the mob getting involved in uh, cheating out the system of uh, millions and millions of Americans who thought they were playing this game um, only to realized they were playing this game as a fool's as a, in a fool's goal because they had no chance of winning million dollar prizes and checks and things like that maybe they'd win a free sandwich or fries but they certainly wouldn't win the grand prizes uh, because those tickets were being stolen or being set up to help uh, family members or friends and things like that and this show it's a five-part documentary series it's one of those series that i i probably watched all six episodes within a two or three day period and just could not get enough of it. It was so engrossing and interesting. Uh, they would, you know, splice between, you know, interviews with people that were involved in the cases along with some reenactment scenes, whether it be uh, through animation or through uh, actors hired for the scenes as themselves. And it just tells this interesting story that I couldn't get enough of. It was so fun to watch how how terrible this was, but then also how engrossing it is at the same time where you just not look away from what you were seeing, even though, you know, in some ways it probably could have infuriated a lot of people, given the fact that 
you know, these monopoly tickets or these monopoly pieces, game pieces were uh, stolen or fudged to, to help someone else win instead of allowing just for randomness like these games were supposed to be. Um, and it really was an interesting story that I vaguely remember from the news um, in the early 2000s when it kind of came out, but I didn't really realize how far it went, where the mob was involved. And just some of these, uh, you know, the reenactment along with the interviews of itself with the people that were involved in this really makes this for a fun and engaging documentary series. I really enjoyed this series when I watched it the first time around. I'm giving it three and a half stars out of four. It is really that good. I, I think it's just something that if you're looking for like a little slice of life documentary series that you can kind of invest like five or six hours worth of your time into, this is the kind of series that I think you should probably do just that because you won't be disappointed. You really won't. Um, in my opinion, it's one of those, it, it was one of those series where it kind of caught me off guard. At first I thought, you know, a documentary series about the McDonald's game pieces wasn't really going to be all that entertaining or really all that interesting. And then all of a sudden you find out really how deep down the rabbit hole this all goes. And it's just, it's mind blowing at times when you think about everything that kind of got, you know, went and got into this and went involved into this. Uh, you just really, in some ways, couldn't believe it. And, and, and that's the problem, though, is it's true. It was something that uh, that is true. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, something that everybody should in invest their time into, I really think. I know that there has been a lot of talk right now moving forward that there will be some sort of a of a live action, you know, dramatic retelling movie of this. Uh, I know Ben Affleck's name has been uh, attached to maybe direct at least. I would I would be down for that, to be honest with you. I think it would be. Um, it would make for a very interesting movie, uh, at least with all the uh, back dealings with the mob and all that stuff. It could make for a very uh, dark comedy at the very least, where maybe it's not necessarily a comedy in general because of you know all the people that were kind of screwed over in this. But it certainly, I think, would make for a fun dark comedy with some dark humor, you know, sort of those black comedies, if you will, where it's a serious movie but there's a little bit of levity to it as well so i definitely uh recommend this uh i think it's worth everybody's time right now um but you know we're going to transition along here and we're going to look at some other options out there if you're looking for something to stream um maybe it could be a movie or whatever it may be but uh, this week i'm going to actually look at the roku channel which is a uh, you can pay for a premium version or you can get ads supported uh, as well and, and watch things. Uh, but they've got some interesting movies uh, out there right now. The Silence of the Lambs is a movie that I really loved. I gave that four stars. Anthony Hopkins gives a terrific performance, but Jodie Foster does as well as Clarice Starling. Uh, that is one of uh, one of those movies I think you should definitely go out and check. Um, a couple of movies, uh, Kung Fu Panda and Kung Fu Panda 2. I both gave three stars, too. I, I really like that, uh, the Kung Fu Panda franchise. Um, and again, you know, these movies are all available, and uh, they're available with ads, but they're available for free. Um, you can also uh, watch the Tim Burton version of Batman and Batman, uh, and, uh, Batman Returns. So those are a couple of good, solid action movies, both three-star movies for me. 
Um, but there's always something out there. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about on our last show about some uh, potential movies sports-wise. Well, how about We Are Marshall talking about the 1970s uh, plane crash involving uh, the Marshall football team, college football team, and sort of the, the rebirth of that program after that tragedy. Uh, another sports movie that was a three-star movie for me. Another sports movie, Draft Day, Kevin Costner. Uh, again, we talked about uh, Costner loving baseball. Well, this time he plays the Cleveland Browns general manager as he's trying to restore the Browns to their once glory. Uh, so obviously being here in Ohio, it's uh, certainly something that I'm sure a lot of you guys might be interested in. I gave that movie three stars. I thought it was a solid movie. At times a little bit too over the top and convoluted and, and maybe um, too much going on for it to try to advance the plot. But overall, though, a fun movie. Uh, one of my favorite movies that's new on the Roku channel this month is Little Miss Sunshine. This is an extremely fun, dark comedy, 2006, uh, Greg Kinnear, Steve Carell, Tony Collette, Alan Arkin, uh, Abigail Breslin, Paul Dano, you know, just a fun, dysfunctional family slice of life comedy where they're trying to get uh, Abigail Breslin into a, a pageant where she's competing and there, everybody has issues, and it's just such a fun movie. I really, you know, Jonathan Dayton and Valley Ferris directed this, co-directed this film. Um, it was one of those little underrated gems, if you will, from 2006. And I really feel like everybody should just beat down the door to watch this movie because it is a very funny movie. And at the end of the day, I think in some ways maybe it gets overlooked at times. It has been about 15 years since its release. I think some people might be sleeping on Little Miss Sunshine. It is a terrific film. You know, Steve Carell was great. This was one of those movies where it was really his first real crack at something that wasn't just over-the-top comedy, and he knocked it out of the park. You know, Kinnear and Colette are always great. Alan Arkin as the uh, wise-cracking grandfather was hilarious as well. And, and Abigail Breslin as a child actress, fantastic performance from her as well. Definitely something that you should check out if you have an opportunity. And like I said, all of those movies that I've mentioned are all streaming on Roku channel with ads for free. So definitely no excuse to not uh, expand your horizons a little bit. So once again, my name is Craig Shop. This is the Ohioan Podcast Network, and you have gone streaming. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.